I'm Dr. Gene Hansen. For more than 25 years, I've been answering your financial questions on Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on radio. This is Money Talks, providing honest, straightforward answers to your financial questions. This broadcast of Money Talks originally aired Saturday, January 30th, The excessive decline. Greed. In the dollar. For lack of a better word. A late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. Good paying jobs. Good paying jobs. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most-respected money show on radio. And I am Troy Harmon here today. With none other than DJ Barker. I got it right that time. I usually I usually help you change your name by removing one of the R's. It's amazing. Yeah. Barker. Yeah. Gotcha. Good job. Yeah, how about that? Um DJ is a managing associate in the Hensler Financial Planning and Implementation Department because what good's a plan unless you make a move on it? That's right. You could be Einstein laying on the couch, would never have a nuclear weapon. Wait, who would have thought of that? <laughs> That's great, Troy. The other voice you heard <laughs> just briefly was uh, Jessica Jesse Thomas. Hi. Hey, Good to have you. Uh, Jesse is a CPA with uh, Hensler Accountants and CPAs. Did I get that one right, Jesse? Yes. All right. Now, does CPA allow you, does the CPA IA? Did I get that right? Yeah. CPIA. Do they say anything about using CPA as a noun? I think they're okay with that, right? Yes, I think they are. Yeah. How about that? Those CFP guys, oh, they have to be a certificate. And uh, with a CFA charter, you have to be a charter holder. CPAs just let you say, yeah, see, uh, I'm getting a note now from our producer who said, no, you screwed that all. <laughs> Oh, Hensler CPAs and advisors. and advisors. See there, Jesse, oh. you just let me look like a fool. Not that I have any need for your help. Well, I was going to say, maybe we can, yeah, she didn't really have <laughs> yeah, well, to There's, uh, there's uh, one way to cure my <laughs> stupidity, and I really don't choose it. Uh, that would be my demise. That's right. Yeah, all right. Well, I know it's something. It's not, uh, you know, Hensler Financial, but it's maybe that's the last time I make that mistake. DJ, what do you think? I'm saying no. Yeah, all right. <laughs> There's. Uh, <laughs> uh, can someone please cut DJ's mic off immediately? <laughs> immediately. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, talk a little about the financial markets and what's been going on. It's been a crazy week. Yeah, it has been a crazy week. Around. First time this year that I have been wrong. Mm. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm going to ruin the end of this show for you. But at the end of the show, one of the last things I say is market up or down. I always say Spoiler the market's alert. up. <laughs> Market's up. And uh, this week, down 105, 1%. Mm. And uh, what led the charge lower? Looks like energy. Energy's back to its 2020 ways. Not happy. Uh, no, not not happy. Um, you know, it's uh, with the energy uh, lately, it's been all about demand. Demand obviously uh, fell hard in uh, 2020 during the COVID Pandemic. Nobody was going anywhere. Uh, didn't get on cruise ships. Didn't Not get on much, no. airplanes, and uh, all that is petroleum fueled. So uh, you know, here we sit. Uh, energy down 22.43 percent. 
last year or actually in the last 12 months. Hmm. Um, on the top end of that, a strange sector we have not heard much from lately, especially as a leader. Uh, real estate up 1.7% in the last five days. Hmm. Um, consumer staples was positive as well, 0.6%. Utilities up 0.16%. Now, there is something that ties the three of those together, DJ. They trade more or less like bonds. They're kind of a proxy for bonds. So we saw interest rates slide a little bit this week, and that's probably mm-hmm. why we're seeing those sectors Driving. lead. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they're, they're uh, kind of in control. But energy... Uh, down 3.63% this week. Materials that had been up huge, uh, in fact, still up 25 and a quarter percent over the last 12 months, was actually down almost 3.5% in the last five days. Uh, financials down as well, which uh, again tells you interest rates lower. Uh, the the story on financials, you know, they led for for three or four of the last six months uh, because we did have interest rates rising and uh you know those those who know much about banking know that banks borrow short term to lend you on your 30-year mortgage um and the wider the the spread between the long-term interest rates and the short-term interest rates the more a bank makes that's their profit margin if you will net interest margin they call it um so you know a time when interest rates are falling you could expect that banks are Probably going to struggle a little bit as well. Now, DJ, uh, unless you've lived under a rock for the last five days, last seven days since we were on, um, you probably have heard of a company named GameStop. Oh, I'm not familiar <laughs> with that. No. GameStop. Yeah, GameStop. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago was trading for around 19 bucks, 20 bucks a yeah. share. They were having. I know last year they were talking about they were having problems. Not uh, doing. A, not, business wasn't as great as it had been in the been. past. Yeah. 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 This. Uh, this uh, past week, I saw intraday that stock trade above five hundred dollars yeah, per share. Got a little excited there. That was that's a good time yeah. to buy, yeah. right? Uh, well, I mean, it's <laughs> been going up. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, uh, behavioral uh, the behavioral side of us as human beings, and we all fall prey to this. Yeah. Is you know we we feel at times like we're getting left behind. Oh my gosh, you know things are going up. Why did I not participate sooner? Let me buy this. As Dr. Gene would say, buy it real quick before it goes down. And uh, that's precisely what has happened in the last few days. Yeah, I'm looking today. It's down just about 33%. That's yeah. uh, not, not 500 now. It's 233 at yeah. this particular time. Yeah, yeah. So, Massive fall off. You know, uh, you said 33, but if you use the intraday math, right. we're talking 50% or yeah. thereabouts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a, pers- uh, a significant decline from where it was. And, you know, honestly, what we see in the market now, there's a huge debate going on between retail investors and, and um, uh, establishment, for lack of a better term, um, especially uh, those that seem to have kind of picked on retail investors for quite a while, being hedge funds, um, what they've done is identified stocks that were significantly shorted. There was a lot of short interest, and they decided that in order for them to kind of break hedge funds of their old tricks, that uh, some investors, um, you know, retail Investors, do-it-yourselfers, if you will, uh, decided they would they would pool together their resources, which is you know their money. They'd go in the market and buy some of these stocks that were significantly short. In fact, some of them that had short interest that was more than 100% of the float, meaning the the 
uh, shares that were available in the market, and that's where this all started. And um, actually, they were successful in the bid to run a lot of these hedge funds out of their short position. And a short position, for those that might be listening at home and not understand, it's basically, you know, if you... Um, wanted to to you expected uh a stock to decline you would instead of buying it yourself you can go in the market and borrow that stock if you have a the right account you can borrow that shares of that stock from someone else uh you can sell those borrowed shares and replace them later um so what winds up happening you sell high and buy low in that order instead of you know, <laughs> the other way around, buy, the way most right. people. Yeah, you right. you buy a low and sell high. Well, you still bought low and sold high. You just did it in reverse order. Right. So, you know, just by borrowing shares in the market. So, uh, hopefully that's clear as mud to most of you. But <clears throat> that's what short selling is. And um, you know, it's basically a bet that the stock is going to decline. Well, all of this actually is contra to what me, my ilk as a financial analyst, would would look at. And, you know, i got to say, if you just look at fundamentals, meaning profit margins, uh, earnings, um, you know, things, uh, growth potential in those earnings, uh, things like that, uh, over the last 12 months, you've been somewhat perplexed by what's been going on in the market. So, uh, you know, this is like... Uh, it's like 2020 for a financial analyst like myself to the max. This is, uh, you know, you sit and watch a company, as you said, DJ, struggling with the underlying details of their business operationally. They're not doing well. Yeah. And all of a sudden they go from $19 to over 500 yeah. in, in just a two-week span. Um, and, you know, they've been openly, the the retailers have been openly taunting uh, those hedge funds, as some of the hedge funds, even early in this game, came out and, and said, you know, we're short this stock, so, you know, do whatever you want with that. And what has happened in the past is other uh, hedge funds have jumped on board and shorted the stock as well, selling shares that, uh, you know, that were borrowed and uh, watched the price decline until it went nearly to nothing or maybe back to the $19, and, and they went... You know, they they got out and they had made a huge profit. Yeah. Well, this time it worked horribly against them. In fact, they were uh, bailed out by another company um, just so that they could maintain uh, their normal everyday operations. So uh kind of blew up on them. What I'll tell you is we're still going to remain at Hensler Financial. <laughs> Focused on the fundamentals. fundamentals. We still want to buy an investment that has potential cash flows in the future, and the sense we make out of their price is, you know, the present value of those future potential cash flows. So um, kind of an interesting thing to watch, but uh, odd. So no GameStop then? No, no GameStop. <laughs> Not no. today. All right, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we have uh, Dog of the Week. Stick around. You have the time to listen. This is the dog. The dog of the week. All right, we have a dog of the week this week, and uh, actually, it's not really. 
so much a dog, but oh. it is an animal. All right. Uh, and it's uh, a human being, but okay. um, talking about other animals. So the San Antonio Zoo has uh, gotten a little creative. They actually did this. This is the second time. And I've talked about zoos and how they had gotten creative during the pandemic when no one was coming out to see mm. the animals and you know, zoos have cash flows, too, Sure. Uh, most specifically feeding those animals. So, you know, if they don't have supporters, they've gotten pretty creative. This one, uh, like I say, is not new due to the pandemic, but uh, I thought it was creative. Guys, uh, February 14th is coming up, and if you're wondering what the significance of February 14th is, you're already lost. Uh, it's Valentine's Day. And uh, for those of you who might want to get back at a, uh, a jilted ex... Uh, or an ex who jilted you, uh, the San Antonio Zoo will oh allow you to name the bugs that they're feeding their critters by <laughs> your ex's name for a small fee of five bucks. Now, if you really thought they were bad, the critters, by the way, are cockroaches. They're, they're, oh, you get to name a cockroach geez. your ex's name, and they, on video, feed the critters to the animals (laughs) now if you really had a bad one you can pay 25 dollars and they name a rat frozen dead rat that they would otherwise feed to these animals anyway but they're feeding it to uh all types of animals animals now have as much as uh, organizations come out against this like PETA saying you know what maybe feed these animals every day i I mean who would you argue for? Somebody's <laughs> got to eat, and that's what they normally that eat. That is so, good stuff. You know, I, I think it's a pretty good return on investment there. Five dollars? Five bucks five for bucks a cockroach. For... Twenty-five for a rat. Now, if you're wondering, they actually posted the names that they used last year, 2020, the, the inaugural year of the nice. uh, uh, the Crimea cockroach is what they oh, call this. Oh, good stuff. Crimea cockroach. <laughs> Uh, in the Crimea Cockroach uh, fundraiser last year, they had over 2,600 people pay $5 to name a cockroach uh, that was then fed to the animals. Oh, and by the way, this year they did add something new. You could actually name uh, some of the plants that they feed to the animals just so it's, you know... If you didn't want to, it's not near as exciting. If they, though. If they weren't, if yeah. they didn't rise yeah. to the level of cockroach or rat, yeah, not could, quite the cockroach. Yeah. Just a just a. That's thing. for the guy that's kind of still in love with her, I think. Yeah, and, you know. Or, Do you have or, any rose leaves? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Very fresh breakup. <laughs> Any flowers? I, I would think all of these birds of paradise. Okay. Oh so I did the math. Uh, you know, it always boils down to something stupid and technical to me, right? Twenty over twenty six hundred people gave, uh, you know, gave uh, five, bucks. five bucks to get the get the uh, cockroach. They made over thirteen thousand dollars with that. Only seven hundred and seventy two did the twenty five buck thing, but. There's $19,000 in that. So they made more money on the rats than they did on the cockroaches, although they sold quite a few fewer, almost one-fourth in number, but they made quite a bit That's more. good stuff. Very creative. you got to find creative ways to Absolutely. make it so, through. Some of the others, DJ, in case you've uh, missed the show a time or two, I know you're a busy man. No, not uh, that busy. You I'm probably don't listen. slow down and watch the show or listen to the show 
every single time we're on. But uh, we've talked about, uh, you know, gathering elephant dung, the fruit from elephant dung to make brandy. Um, you know, we've we've talked about elephant dung for fertilizer in your yard, uh, lion dung for fertilizer in your yard. Anything from emus? We got an emu? No. no. Well, I'm not interested then. No emus. But I will tell you, uh, if you bought some of that lion dung and you let your dog go out afterwards, he don't want to go out in the yard (laughs) anymore. Right, yeah. A little upset. (laughs) Yeah. Fluffy doesn't like it. Exactly. But uh, there have been some pretty creative responses from zoos uh, during the pandemic. And you know what? God love them. I, I like to go to the zoo on a good sunny afternoon. And watch the animals out and wandering around. But right now, not too many people out and about. I think we're going to get back to that. I like it. Very soon. We're ready. Mm -hmm. We're ready to get out. All right. Well, let's uh, turn our attention back to finance. And um, we got a a situation we wanted to talk about this week. Chris and Greg, uh, 55 and 48, um, have a couple of kids, a married couple. Uh, The kids are 20 and 21. They're about to, uh, you know, get out of college. But... uh, uh, the kids are, not Chris and Greg at 55 and 48. You'd hope their college days are behind them, but you never know. I, I went to school late, um, <clears throat> but and I'd go to school tomorrow, in fact, if I could. You'd just ask my wife. Uh, Chris and Greg are trying to correct the wrongs of 2020. Greg was let go from his job when his company downsized in November when the pandemic was gaining numbers again. Uh, he was able to get a job starting in February, so he's about to go back to work. Uh, they've uh, basically been living paycheck to paycheck on Chris's salary, so the savings took a bit of a hit. Uh, glad they had savings, DJ. That's step one, right? right. Financial planning. Um, they stopped saving to their IRAs. Ouch. Uh, and Chris stopped her 401k distributions or contributions, sorry, uh, and they want to get back on track now that Greg is uh, soon to be employed. So this, to me, is kind of a, a story of green shoots where we're starting to think about what happens when mm-hmm. we're opening back up. These guys are kind of typical of those who definitely have something to look forward to getting out of the the uh, financial hole that they have dug themselves due to, you know, um, Unforeseen circumstances. Yeah, situation yeah. beyond their own control. So, uh, you know, they've uh, they say they've uh, they've gotten some better habits, and we've seen this kind of across the board. We've seen uh, obviously uh, during the pandemic, we've seen cash uh, gain as people yeah. were able to, you know, uh, get money from uh, excess for unemployment. Obviously, uh, with Greg, if he were just laid off in November, probably didn't take part in a lot of that. But, um, <clears throat> you know, there, there's it's a pretty widespread situation. So uh, there's a lot of cash in the hands of consumers. They're still not yep. spending as much. Yeah, not traveling, not going out to dinner, not uh, going to the bar. Yeah, the, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. clothing, you know, uh, yeah, all this. Right, you can unless you, you know, count pajamas as new clothing. You know, <laughs> not too many people are buying it right. these days. You hadn't bought a new suit in a while. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, we've seen revolving credit, most specifically credit card debt, uh, wane. And, uh, you know, we just want to have a conversation around some of the things that that might be going on out there. And, by the way, you know, if you had savings, you were among the few um, going into this pandemic. Yeah. Hopefully, what we, what we hope we all learned as a financial planning firm um, is that, you know, it's, it's a... Uh, 
it never has it been more at the forefront of our mind that you need to have that savings account, that emergency yeah, emergency very savings. Important. Yeah. Uh, so, DJ, is there is there anything else that you can think of that might actually be uh, good to point out during a situation? Like this. Well, I think know, what have we learned and where are we going? I think here? we've seen this before, right? When we had similar conversations 2008, 2009, you know, when you have a struggle, um, you're not doing a lot, you know, when things get scary. Yes, you're using savings if you've gone out and you're not doing the 401ks, um, but you start to get your house in order, right? You start to, to figure out what you're, you know, again, we were somewhat forced. Now, remember, this financial crisis essentially is different than 2008. Oh, right? absolutely. This was, a, this was a completely different scenario. This is not a financial crisis. This was, you know, America shutting down. This was yeah. the world shutting down for a little while. Right. That's what the problem was with this. So it's definitely different from 2008. But, you know, you take a step back and you realize what you can and in, in, in stop spending where you can or are forced to stop spending where you can. Sure. So you, you, you definitely, you know, I think it was interesting, you know, um, the financial resiliency survey conducted by KeyBank, they, they – had a survey at the beginning of the year. 42% said that they could pay for a $2,000 unexpected bill. At the end of September, the same survey says 51%. So it shows that if you made it through successfully, you're starting to save. You're starting to put more into savings accounts, right? And, yeah. I, and I think that's mm-hmm. such an important – use your emergency reserves. Stop saving. That's okay. Um, you will get back to saving. You have to remember, I mean, I know one thing that they did say is that there's there's some college, uh, you know, expenses that they're not going to be able to help with. Right. And that's okay. You can finance college. You exactly. can get grants. You can get loans. You cannot finance your retirement. That's true. You can help your children pay off college loans. You oh, cannot have your children will not help you retire. You're telling me that cases. if I had planned by using just a reverse mortgage that I'm not going to make it through, DJ? It's not a great <laughs> option. That is an option, but not a great option. Yeah. You know? It's kind well, of a source of last resorts for incomes. Well, and on that note about the retirement, you know, it says they stopped saving to their IRAs. You can fund those through April 15th, the tax deadline. Ah. So to the extent that he's now employed and they have that additional savings, it's not too late for your 2020 contribution. So a couple of more months of ramen noodles, and you're saying that he could uh, maybe catch up on the on the mm-hmm. retirement account. All right. And he's over 50, so he could catch up contribution. Yeah, he, he's got a little time to, to do some of that. All right, well, um, we're going to take a real quick break, and when we get back, we will talk more about this situation and maybe get into a little tax with our resident CPA, Jesse Thomas. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. We'll be right back. Interest rates cannot stop. Cannot stop the sharp drop in economic activity caused by closures and other forms of social distancing. When the world changes, you know what to do. This, this is, is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with DJ Barker and Jesse Thomas. And uh, we've been talking about a situation that a uh, a couple of folks have gotten themselves into, uh, obviously not by their own choice, but forced into by a situation of the day, COVID 2020. And, uh, you know, they've got some decisions to make and talking about uh, 
how they've learned lots of lessons, hopefully uh, financially. Uh, if you have questions for us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, the way you can get in touch with us, you can call our question hotline. The number is 1-855-429-9166. The way it works, you call, you'll get our answering machine at the beep. You'll give us your uh, question, um, you know, any details you'd like to add. We'll play it back on the air and answer your question right behind it. Um, if you prefer instead to call and talk to a human being, you can do that. The number is 770-429-9166. Uh, it, by the way, that's also the way that you can call and reach DJ Barker and Jesse Thomas if you have questions for them. DJ being in our planning and implementation department at Hensler Financial and uh, Jesse being in our tax uh, division, which, again, is Hensler CPAs and Advisors. Got it right. I get a point. Gold star for Troy. Uh, we got to stop the show. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I can get it right twice. Is this the, is this the thought? Uh, if you prefer to uh, email us, which is probably the most common way that folks will communicate with us in the show, uh, you can email drgene at hensler.com. That's spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Right. Uh, or you can go to our website if you're kind of a do-it-yourself or you want to go and find out the information yourself. Uh, I tend to do a lot of things myself, but I don't think I do, you know, I would do finance myself if I hadn't been trained. I sure won't do my taxes by myself. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. I, no I'm not a tax kind of guy. You can call Jess for that. Oh, well, of course. Um, but you can uh, go to our website, Hensler.com, spelled in the same way, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R. Dot com. Uh, lots of information downloaded there, including, you know, uh, ways to save on your taxes, ways to uh, uh, plan for retirement. DJ, you probably have an article or 12 that you've written on there, um, I'm sure. Yeah, there's all kinds of good stuff on there. Yeah, no doubt. All right. So uh, getting back into our conversation, we were talking about Chris and Greg, 55 and 48. They have two kids, 20 and 21. Uh, Greg was laid off in uh, November due to uh, complications with his job, uh, with his employer at the mm-hmm. time. Uh, he has found a new position, starts next month in February. Uh, next month is just a few days away, right? Um, And, uh, you know, some of the lessons they've learned, they did have to draw on their savings. So, yay for them. They had savings, uh, emergency Mm -hmm. fund, uh, which, you know, they were they were definitely in the minority there. A lot of folks don't do that. And, uh, you know, it would have would have benefited them greatly had they uh, been able to do that. But, you know, now they're facing, uh, the kids are facing some situation in college where they're not going to be able to, the, the parents aren't going to be able to help so much. DJ, you made the point. Um, you know, it's yeah, not it's okay to get a loan to help them out. I mean, yeah. again, once you're back on your feet, once you've got your, you know, your, your finances back in order after this unprecedented time, you can help pay the loan off. Yeah. But at I, least we it's should a have gap. a jar, like a swear jar, anytime somebody says unprecedented. I know, <laughs> we should. I know. I think from now on, uh, starting right now. Right now. Yeah. It's, a, buck, it's going, it's going buck in. for I'm every time a, you say that. Put an opinion. All right. You, you, know. you, you got the last one, DJ. All right. Um, but, yeah, I think for you, know, it, for, for you, since you're going back, back to work, it's okay that you had to, to raid your savings. So start back. 
start back with small contributions to your emergency reserve. Start the 401k contributions. You know, if you can save to the IRA, do that. Um, help with your students or your children with getting the student loans. Do what you need to do. Again, you can in the future pay that off, help them, or pay it off once you're back on your feet. You know, if you, once you get that job, it's never too late to begin again. You know, it's okay that you had to, to raid your savings or your 401k or your IRA. It's now time to get back on your feet. And the right. way to do that is once again, small changes, every paycheck, baby steps. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just came through a really, a really tight, difficult financial time. Uh, you had savings. You obviously didn't spend as much and you're not alone in that. Uh, we have seen uh, quite a bit of, uh, you know, excess cash, uh, yeah. On the sidelines, uh, a lot of folks have uh, paid off credit cards. So, you know, kind of channel, if you will, uh, the lessons that you've learned. Do not forget what you just learned. Right. Uh, if you mm-hmm. don't have that emergency savings set aside, what's, what's the – there is a rule of thumb, right? Yeah. Three to six months, is that it? Absolutely. Three to six months of, you know, your expenses in savings. You yeah. Know? And, and again, we're not, you don't, you were not, you're never expected to think that you, okay, I'm going to get a bonus and put $20,000 in savings. No, you have to reward yourself when things start to open and go enjoy life. Start. Yeah. Yes. You know, it, plug it away. Right. Every paycheck. It's, it's a habit, right? It's, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's not a once a year. Right. It's a lifestyle decision to spend the way you should be spending, save the way you should be saving. You know, uh, if you wait the day before your your taxes are due you're probably not going to be able to look at all of the options available for savings right you're yeah. too late at that point right. it's conversations that need to be had all year it's it's your habits that get you to where you're going to be eventually yeah and it starts with a little bit yeah and that's the thing don't get sloppy and jesse you said we've got until what the end of april to april uh, 15th oh okay so the normal tax deadline april 15th to uh to fund your IRAs so you know it's not too late um you know if you are working and you uh have the wherewithal to do so we do encourage you to go ahead and sock a little bit away yeah um, and if you're listening to this and you're still out of work remember call your creditors and renegotiate the rates if you can talk to them about your your situation and they may be able to help you know right now you've got mortgages or rent that's coming due there are programs available to to help with you know not being evicted or foreclosed upon but you have to communicate don't just not pay the bills you have to call them you have to communicate with these creditors to figure out a way to get back on good standing but i think we all understand that that it's a tough time this too shall pass don't just ignore the debts that you have. Let's figure out a way to, to for them to understand that you're going to try the best you can when you can. Um, yeah, I think it is best. I mean, if you find yourself in a in a, a troubled spot, it's totally understandable right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but taking it head on is definitely the way to to uh, get through and have. Uh, maybe salvage some of your credit on the backside of right. this. So, um, you know, DJ, I hate to be the wet blanket, but, uh, you know, uh, as the investment guy, uh, we know that the economy is still struggling a bit. It is. We've got unemployment at 6.7%. It's almost 7%, uh, but it is falling uh, slowly. Uh, we've got things out there like, uh, you know, rent um, that's being... Uh, ignored by by some not necessarily ignored but you know there's there's 
you can't be evicted. In, in yeah, there's some programs areas. put in place to help, right. you know, the, the foreclosures and, and the evictions mm-hmm. as right. we stand today. Well, and the situation is, though, there's some that actually have whipped this into a fear that maybe when, you know, when uh, we see some clarity on these vaccinations mm-hmm. and, and the pandemic uh, has passed by the time we breach that 70 percent uh, vaccinations or, or those who have had COVID, um, you know, there, there are those that say, well, what are we going to do? Just, uh, you know, are we going to forgive rents? I don't think that has ever been talked about. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't and, see that. I, 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 you know, and I think some are actually, actually, actually fearful that, uh, uh, saying on your mark, get set, go. Yeah. You got to pay rent again. And oh, by the way, catch your rent up. Yeah. Uh, you know, is, is going to be a, a spot that could damage the economy. But I will tell you that as much attention as we are getting from the government uh, on this, and it's it's not something. You know, this is kind of a uh, a fine line to walk. But the reality is, if you listen to what the Biden administration is telling us, uh, first of all, they want to get the COVID. Uh, pandemic in check. Yes. And secondly, they want to boost the economy. So I, I find it, uh, I would find it very difficult to believe that they would just force people into a spot where, you know, it would really cause damage to the economy. Right. I, I really mm-hmm. believe that we're going to be able to get through. No, I, I believe that. I yeah. do. And I think what we, if you are struggling, you know, do what you can to pay the bills, but don't on hopes that the government will bail you out. Don't not pay and not communicate. You know, it's very important to because who yeah, knows what what's going to happen. Do what do you what can. You can do what you can. Sure. Continue exactly. to have those conversations because yeah. we just don't know. It's still important to again to do what we can do. Yeah. So uh, we've got you know we like to answer financial questions on the show. We've got uh, one from Andrea from Kennesaw. We're not going to have time to answer this, but I do want to kind of tease it for the next segment. Uh, It says, uh, I read that the 2021 tax filing season is going to be a mess with coronavirus. Uh, That wouldn't be new, I guess, Jesse, right? 2020 wasn't (laughs) the easiest. Uh, But her question is, what do I need to watch out for? So when we come back, why don't we get uh, weighed into, uh, into that situation and talk a little about taxes in 2021? Jesse, you game? I'm game. All right. Well, let's uh, take a real quick break, and when we get back, we'll talk some taxes. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. measures that we as a country are taking to control the spread of the virus have brought much of the economy to an abrupt halt. Many businesses have closed. People have been asked to stay home. Your money, your money is on the line, is on the line. Money talk, money talk is on the air. We're back. This is Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon with DJ Barker and Jesse Thomas. And we're just been, having too much fun, really. Oh, well, I, I mean, mean you know, too much fun talking about taxes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking about finances? I'm just glad John Dixon's not on because at this moment he would be saying something about being Super in. fantastic. No, you missed it. Oh, I mean, he is. He's, he's your leader now. You've got to tell me what his other phrase is. 
He's intoxicated. Intoxicated. Uh, That's what he would be. Intoxicated. That's why he's not here today, folks. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we had to we had to we had to draw the line. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, hey, if you've got questions for us, we'd love to hear from you. You can call our question hotline one eight five five four two nine nine one six six. You'll get our message uh, at the beep. Leave your message, including your question. We play the question on the air and answer right behind it. If you prefer, you can call seven seven zero. 429-9166 ask for the radio show or Kelly Lynn and uh, she will jot down your question and uh, get it to us and we can answer it on the air that way or you can email us at drgene at hensler.com spelled d-r-g-e-n-e at h-e-n-s-s-l-e-r dot com uh, or you can go to our website hensler.com spelled in the same way h-e-n-s-s-l-e-r dot com so jesse before the break we uh had a question from andrea from kennesaw i'll read it again for those who might have uh, just hopped back in the car uh i read that the 2021 tax filing season is going to be a mess with coronavirus what do i need to watch out for so uh it's your dime yeah, that's yeah. a big question. Yeah, I mean, isn't there it? really is a lot to watch out for this year. Um, I think forefront on a lot of accountants' minds, at least, is are they going to move the deadline again? We've already seen Maryland push some of theirs around, not income taxes, but withholding and sales and use. So that could kind of cause a mess of the season in terms of when you have to file. Last year they moved it to July 15th. Um, as of now, everything including your return, payments and extensions are due Thursday, April 15th for individuals. So that's the day to have everything in order as of now. So Jesse, um, didn't, isn't there an issue with uh, kind of a uh, delayed opening, if you will? Yeah, so slight delay this year. Last year it was around February 1st that e-files were able to be submitted. They are saying that this year the IRS will begin accepting on February 12th. We usually see Georgia follow within a couple days to a week of accepting their returns. Do you have any idea what the the holdup is? Are they just trying to get people vaccinated, or is it cleaning up from last year? Do you have they said, or just kind of a delay? I think it's a kind of a combination of things. Um, they are trying to do some additional programming in their systems around the second round of the economic impact payments. I see. On top of that, since 2010, I think roughly 20% of their budget has been reduced. It's causing kind of slower technologies and inadequate staffing levels. So everything's just a little bit behind right now. All right. A little slow with the IRS. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, what else do we need to know? So a couple of pitfalls to watch out for. Um, if you received the stimulus payments, the first being $1,200 for an individual, $2,400 for married filing joint, the second one being $600 for an individual or $1,200 married filing joint. If you received them, please make sure that you do not pick them up on your return as a credit. But if you were entitled to the deductions and did not receive them, please make sure that you do. Um, as checks got delayed, they decided to make some of those credits. Um, advanced payment of those don't reduce your refund. They don't reduce anything. You just can't claim the second credit when you file your return. All right. So uh, what's the good news? Well, <laughs> the good news is if you haven't claimed them, then, then you get that, and they are refundable to you as payments. Um, a little bit more bad news, though, since most of us are working from home, is teleworking. So it's been something that we've seen come up 
quite a bit this year, can I take a home office deduction? Yeah. Um, mm. Working from home, I'm using my own supplies, can I take a deduction for that? And the answer in most cases is no. So if you're a W-2 employee, you're not entitled to a home office deduction. So a W-2 employee being a real employee of a firm, right? Yes. So not a, not a contractor. is, is uh, who, who would be eligible for a home office deduction? I know this is like the big red flag, right? Mm -hmm. And it really is a, a kind of a hot topic for the IRS. Where we see most home office deductions is for Schedule C filers, independent contractors um, who are filing their business on their personal return. But even then, you have to be careful. Your home office deduction has to be for an area that you are only using for business purposes. So if your kids use it for school, if you work at your desk, if you work at your kitchen table, those are things that can be big red flags from the IRS. So make sure that it is truly a designated space for your home office. Do they give you any guidance as to, uh, I mean, is just a desk is enough, or does it have to be something you can lock away from the rest of the house? Is there... It, it, the know, guidance is, is kind of um, clear. It's based on square footage. So if you have a whole office room that you use, you take deductions of that. Anything that's used specifically for the business, 100%. Anything that's like utilities or HOA payments, you take it against the ratio of your office space to your whole home. So if you just have a desk your square footage is going to be small and you're not going to get as many of those shared deductions. But for instance, if you have a consulting firm in the first floor of your house and you live on the second floor, you know, you get one half of utilities and everything like that. I see. Okay. So that's interesting because, you know, we had a lot of homeschool this year, right? That. So I know mm -hmm. for our family, we were sharing office and printer and all kinds of stuff. So you're suggesting that if the kids were in the office, potentially that's a problem and printing. Yes. Yes, I mean, I have heard before where somebody had, you know, just a crib in their office for their newborn, and if the IRS decided to audit them and came in their home and said, that's not a home office deduction because it's a mixed-use space. So wow. big, just big be careful, you know, thing. as you do claim those deductions. Well, it's really interesting because this is a, a major topic these days with, uh, you know, the expectation that a lot of folks are going to continue working from yeah. home, even mm -hmm. after the pandemic. Um I, this is this is where it gets into maybe forecasting, or if you've heard any rumors, did do you think that uh, there will be? Uh, do, do you think that the IRS would be willing to compensate you maybe for those uh, use of home office supplies in the future, or do you think the companies are going to pick this up and maybe give you a little compensation for whatever you got going on? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting question. Yeah. I haven't heard anything come out. I, I hesitate to say that they would be willing to. I think it would take some pretty strong lobbying um, because that is such an area of missed income if you're taking those deductions. I think it's probably more likely that companies start saying, okay, we're not spending as much in terms of giving you food and office supplies in office, so we're going to give you kind of a stipend yeah, to like purchase a those things amount. for your home. Yeah, it'll be yeah. interesting, too, when you know you talk about the real estate, commercial real estate, and sure. how so many of these businesses right. closing down the, over the next couple of years to see how this translates to yeah, that's to more. In. Yeah, that's more of the the open conversation that's yeah. been being had. But I just wondered, you know, if Jessie's, you know, in in her realm of the world and tax, if she had heard any any uh, mm -hmm. rumors or rumblings of that. But you know, it is something interesting to think about. And uh, you know, just printing on your office printer makes it no longer a home office. Home office. Holy mm -hmm. cow! Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're pretty much sticklers, aren't they? 
Yes, yeah. I mean, and, you know, it, it is about what, what you can prove. So if, if you're asked and you say, oh, no, nothing's ever been printed on there other than office, I mean, that would be something hard to prove. But if you're audited and they come in and they see things like your kid's homework laying around and, and you know, your travel itinerary for personal travel laying around, that is kind of what tips them off. Yeah, and remember, a lot of printers are like computers. They have a memory. They know exactly. what you printed, and they, that can always be audited itself, I'm sure, mm-hmm. with the right search warrant. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> EJ just uh, going back to law enforcement. Inner, I apologize. Like, channeled his inner cop. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, you need to stop talking. I'm afraid I'm going to be in handcuffs soon. <laughs> Here we go, folks. It just got real. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I, I did nothing wrong. Stop it. <laughs> uh, oh all right. Well, um, you know that more or less wraps it up. DJ, what do you think? This week is going to bring in the stock market. Any more craziness from, oh, it's going to be uh, crazy. from our Reddit crowd? I, I think there's going to be craziness, but I think the market's going up for sure. Up. I mean, I, I'm always about that. Jesse, I know you're uh, all focused on tax season, but, you know, re- it's not February 12th mind. yet. So she's yeah. Yeah. until February 12th. She really doesn't have anything going on. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, do you think market up or down this week? I'm thinking it's up. All right. Well, you know what? That makes it a quorum. I always think the market's going up. Uh, it doesn't always, but most of the time it does. Thank you for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.